Welcome back to another episode of Direct Response Secrets. I'm your host, Zachary J. Radford, and today I have an absolute banger of an episode. I have a young gentleman, he's 23 years old, but he's sold over uh, $2.8 million in deals. Now, some people are like, that's not a ton of money. Other people's like, $2.8 million, that is huge. If you've ever sold or fantasized about selling a business, you know that that process has a lot of moving pieces. Today, Adithia MS is a friend of mine. He's coming on the pod and he basically breaks down the process of selling a business. He is essentially a deal maker that works between the brokers and the business owners and finds buyers and sellers and connects them and helps deals happen. And he's done it to the tune of $2.8 million. You better have your pen and pencil ready to get some notes. You're gonna love this episode. All right, let's get into it. Aditya, what's up, brother? Good, bro. It's been a while. How are you doing? I'm doing very good, my friend. Very good. Uh, Working on a new business, a new offer. I got, uh, I'm Uh actually taking service clients again. I'm getting stuff ramped right up, man. Things are going good. That's awesome. How about you, my that's friend? That's awesome, bro. That's that's great to hear. I mean, right now I'm in a phase, you know, just spending a lot of time on like understanding myself, kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I'm pretty much, it's crazy to say I'm split testing, you know, the things I do. Yeah. You know, to figure that's out like. crazy, man. I just spent two years you know, doing that exact same thing. I basically ripped apart my agency and I was like, who am I? All these different pieces. Yeah. Uh, it's, all I can tell yeah, you from- I mean, experience is that you're going to come out the other yeah. side feeling a lot better <laughs> it's painful Bro, for sure i mean yeah i mean i'm just like you know i'm almost there you know like 70 percent is done in the sense i exactly know it's like I exactly know what i'm good at like you know which what makes me you know uh it's kind of like my unique ability everything is like laid down i have like 30 freaking questions about myself and i've answered it i'm like okay this is me and now I know like my end goal, like what are the things I want to be doing, doing pretty much building a holding company. So yeah. right now there is a gap, right? To go from here to here and just figuring out, you know, what makes sense. Uh, like That's I got people, you know, like two weeks back, I was on a call with three people. They have like a billion dollars in total funding, you know? So one of my, one of the people I know has like a partner with that. He's like, dude, just acquire something. I'm going to fund it. You know, you just run it. So I'm like, bro, I'm not an operator. You know what I mean? I can't operate shit. It's yeah. not my skill. So I'm just figuring it out. You know, it's like for me, I got people ready to back me up if I want to buy it, buy any business. But yeah. I'm like, let me just spend next two to three years figuring out what I'm really good at and doubling down on my skills. Yeah. And then, you know, once we are like, once I'm super confident that, you know, I know I can do this, then, you know. Uh, what's yeah, your What's your superpower, company. man? Have you figured it out yet? Yeah, 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 for sure. My superpower is it's basically uh, I can learn. I can go into any market, you know, learn thing like like you know consume like you know concepts very quickly. Um, yeah, I mean that's kind of like my superpower. You know, I can learn things faster, and also like mm-hmm. I can see patterns like no one else. That's, you know, I can like that's even 50% with the, of I mean, business deals, man or more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even with the deals, even with the deals, you know, how many deals we did. Like I was trying, I was spending a lot of time learning the real estate sort of it. Yeah. Putting that, you know, into the money side. I mean, it's super hard. It's, I mean, people think it's the same, like the selling real estate and selling business. It's completely different because, you know, 100%. you can wholesale a 
house within like 30 days and make like 300 grand you know but with yeah. business to make that 300 grand it may take a year you know to sell that business you know Easy. for that kind of commission Easy. yeah and so, i find the stress with the business is a lot higher too right because it's over such yeah, a long period of time so you're constantly you know, putting out fires and yeah no i i yeah 100% and the crazy thing is like with with the house right if you sell a house i mean what is the worst thing they can do you know it's like some yeah. like you know something they made some damages and stuff you can go in and you can fix it up but yeah. with business once it's gone it's gone yeah you know it's like worthless so yeah, yeah that, that that is the harder part right like doing the due diligence and you know Make so what sure are you working on nowadays then? So essentially you're working on doing these acquisitions and funding helping people find funding and and connecting them with businesses that are for sale, correct? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So it's mainly it's like I work on the buyer side as well as the seller side. So I jumped into it just, you know, understand how the like the end goal is to, you know, for me to do like you know buy businesses, right? Yeah. So I wanted to like, you know, it's pretty much like an agency, right? Uh loan, lessons on other people's expenses. Yes. So pretty yes. much, you know, jumped into it, started doing deals. So right now, I'm just doing deals here and there. You know, uh, even today we had a couple of calls with the e-commerce founders looking to exit. So I'm just doing that on that side, but I'm spending most of the time, you know, just like figuring out what I'm good at. You know. Yeah, uh, and that's it. And how, how old are you? That, how yeah. old are you, man? I'm 23. You do. You got tons of time, bro. I'm 37. So bro, it, it literally, it's taking me almost 40 years to even under, remotely understand that. And I find every two or three years, it changes anyways. <laughs> I mean, 100%. So, I mean, the crazy thing is, you know, like as you level up, you know, the things you learn. Uh, for yep. me, in the beginning, right? Like probably it's a 2020, 2021. Uh, like when, uh, when people were, you know, I know people, you know, who started with me right now making way more money. But mm -hmm. they're doing only one thing, you know, it's like agency or whatever they're doing, right? Mm -hmm. So I used to always think like, dude, I should have focused on one thing, one thing, one thing. But mm -hmm. now I'm like, dude, it's really good that I tried a lot of things. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like for you to figure out what you're good at, you got to have multiple, you know, data points, right? Yeah. Pick like, dude, you know, okay, I tried this. This is not for me. You know, I tried this. Okay, this is so, the thing, you know. Uh, that's funny, yeah. man. Uh, the uh, and I'm similar because I was at uh, a funnel hacking live and Russell Brunson's on stage and he's saying, uh, "Don't be like me. Don't do website design. This, 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 this. All of these things. You don't have to do this." And I was like, yep. "I've already done all that, man. <laughs> like, what about, yeah, what about the person yeah. that's gone through? It's because I didn't know what I wanted to be either. So it was very, uh, yep, very similar situation, man. Being able to flow through that and." Uh, but just listening to you speak, I can tell you're on it. You're like, I got the questions, I got the stuff. And, and I think a lot of our listeners and, and just entrepreneurs in general, I know people are in their 50s that haven't figured this yep. out. They haven't taken the time to answer any of the questions. So the fact that you're 23 yeah. and you're starting to roll that out, that's amazing, man. And you've sold millions of dollars worth of businesses at this point by brokering those deals and helping people, correct? Yep, two point eight million dollars to make that. So yeah, that's that's amazing, man. And you're twenty three years. You're just yes. getting started. What? Yeah, like what we don't as entrepreneurs consider is that we compound at such a great rate. So like, I would like yep. to think that I'm ten x better than I was last year, just in one year. One hundred percent. Yeah across all like when you're 33 you're going to be unrecognizable my friend and you're going to be a force of nature to be reckoned with and uh, i look forward to seeing that happen and and all that stuff but you're doing the right thing it starts with that introspection and understanding where your superpower is yep. if i could go back in time i would talk, tell my younger self 
Here's the superpower, stick inside of this. And for me, that's getting people excited and opening them up and being able to have conversations. That's what I'm really, really good at. I just had, uh, I met with somebody that I'd never met before. I told them my business idea. I told them what my vision was. And they're like, I'm quitting my job. I'm going all in. I'm going to help you sell. I'm going to build all that. That's a skill set. You know, that's a skill set. That's my power that I have. And I never valued it. It took me a very long time to understand the value of it. You know, and it just takes time. You know, the craziest part is like, I mean, I spent a lot of time, as I said, like past six months, just, you know, doubling down on it. You know, like the mm-hmm. $2.8 million, I said, I, I, like if you combine it, I have spent less than 48 hours, you know, to get all the deals done, you know, in past one and a half years. That's it. You know, I yeah. leveraged a lot. I'm super lazy. Uh, so as I was saying, <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah, 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 it's a good thing, you know, yeah, yeah, it's, a great it's not thing. a good thing, you know, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, so basically, you know, if we get back to the same topic we were discussing, uh, what, what were we discussing, bro? Okay. Uh, we were talking about your Before 2.8 that's... million. First, we're talking about being able to find yeah. yourself, what that looks like. Okay. And my question yeah, to yeah, you yeah. is going to be like, how, like, even going through that $2.8 uh, million in sales, what have you learned about yourself in that process? And what are some important things that our listeners yeah. could be implementing, my friend? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, so first, you know, I'll go through like how I found my unique ability just to get an idea. Yeah. So I read, I, I read uh, yeah, I read, you know, uh, the book by Naval Ravikant. Uh, yes. Almanac of Naval Ravikant, I think. So he was Love talking it. about specific knowledge, right? So I spent, like, I read the book. I went through his tweets. I got through almost, almost all, you know, his, uh, uh, what do you call, uh, his podcasts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there is one more book called Unique Ability. I don't re- exactly remember the author's name. There are two authors. It's mm-hmm. by the company Strategic Coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, that book is really good. So that break, break. Uh, I mean, like once I get gone through that, so like on the unique ability book, they mentioned, they specifically tell that you have the unique ability you have, you don't even feel that it's a skill, you know? I think now I'll go, <laughs> so, you know, set yeah. that, right? It, the it, unique ability you have, you feel 100%. like, you know, everybody has it. Like for me, like one thing I had was like, I can learn things faster. Every person I talk to, I have talked to people, you know, who make hundred million dollars a year. I have talked to people, you know, like who have a billion dollar portfolio. Everyone will be, are like, dude, you're smart. I'm like, dude, I'm not doing anything, you know? Like for me, I'm like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm, that's the yeah, problem that is, the one. is that we take it yeah, for yeah, granted, dude. hundred <laughs> percent. So that is the reason, you know, it's hard to figure out, you know, uh, like what's your skill. So you'll have to ask your friends and family members. And the second thing was, uh, there are uh, people mistake between, you know, mistaken between the great skill, like, you know, they have and the unique ability. There's a difference between, you know, uh, for example, uh, the, like, you know, skill you're maybe really good at can be like, you know, you run ads really well. Mm-hmm. But the, but what people do is they mistake that with the unique ability. For me, I'm good at sales, you know. I can sell pretty much anything, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not my unique ability. Like I'm really good at it. But, you know, if I keep on doing it more than like two, three hours, I get exhausted. Mm-hmm. But with unique ability is something, you know, like one, you can do it 24 hours and still not get exhausted. You just get energized, right? Yeah. Those are like three points I kept in mind while focusing on, you know, figuring out my unique ability. So one yeah. thing is, you know, something you consider it's not a skill, but it is a skill. Yeah. Uh, second thing is basically, you know, it's something, uh, I would go, uh, what, one more thing I forgot to mention was, uh, unique abilities, uh, 
Oh shoot, I forgot it. But I'll get back. Oh, good man. Oh, good. I, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. for me, um, unique abilities are like something that happens automatically. Yep. Anyway, but you're not aware of it because it's so automatic. Like when, like when the internet first started, yeah. I'd go around and I would tell people about my internet business and they would be like, yeah. I'm quitting my job. I'm going to do my, <laughs> you know what I mean? But I didn't see yeah. that as a skill. I didn't see that as a skill yeah. because I'm just like, no, no, I'm just excited about it. And to me, I, I always call it zone of genius. And uh, there's a book. 100%, uh, yeah. Oh, what is his name? Guy uh, or Gay Hendricks is his name. And I think it's called zone mm-hmm. of genius is the book. And he's got the big leap is the other one. But he talks about spending that time in that zone, man. And it is very, 100%. we live in such a great time that we can actually do that. Like I couldn't even imagine a hundred years ago, like I'm in my zone of genius. You would do it. You just have to do it in a way less leveraged way. Bro, you you know, the crazy thing is I was looking at different things, you know, like I can do, like I can monetize. Like I had this idea, like, so whenever I come up with something, I come up with like 10, 20 different reasons, like why not to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. Because for me, it has to be perfect. You know what I mean? So I was like, we can literally start a service uh, where, you know, we can say like, dude, you have an idea. Yep. If you want to know what are all the pitfalls you're going to get, you know, you come to me. For some people, you know, they, they think, oh, that's a weakness you have because you, know, you always think on the negative side. Mm-hmm. But you can literally convert that into a service, you know. So you can just, you know. Yeah, that's what service, coaches like, do. The coaches are just like, hey, man, yeah. don't step there. Step here instead, man. And <laughs> you have to be able to see the negatives in order to know where to go. 100%. So yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been a really nice ride. I mean, of course, making a decent money, not like a crazy money, I, as I expected. But you know, once we figure this out, it's going to be insane, you know, because then you will have 100% clarity. Yes. So that is something I used to struggle a lot is like, you know, uh, even from the beginning when I got started. Yes. Uh, so basically, it was that trajectory was something like, I pick something, I start making money way quicker than anyone, I mm-hmm. make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And then it just drops off, you know, uh, and then I, I just go and get into another thing. Yeah. So like, that, that was because, you, you know, I was bored? working on things. Yeah. 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 yeah you just I get, get bored? bored very, very quickly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can't do like, like even right. Like even yesterday I was focusing on, you know, like cold emailing campaigns and learning the strategies and stuff. Yeah. I got it. Like I was about to set up the cold emails. I'm like, darn. You know, the, I was trying to log, like, you know, sign up for new emails and, you know, it was not working. I'm like, dude, let me just hire someone, you know? Yeah. So in simple words, like, I just want to, I I just want to get paid to think, you know, I just don't want to do anything. You know, I just want to well, hire someone. To, not, uh, it, and I know out. what you're saying. I've been there at points in time, but you're going to find yeah. something and, and may, it, maybe it's connected to your unique ability, but it's going to set yeah. you ablaze and you're going to rip the world apart to make it happen. So I'm just going through that process right now. And I've never had so much clarity and vision in my life. Like, so we're, I'm doing a service right now, but I know that's just a stepping point in order to get the training, to get the SaaS, to get all the pieces in line. And I didn't even consider it as as something that was going to be valuable. But then I started sharing Mm -hmm. it with people and they were just like, wow, that's, that's a good opportunity. And like, surprise, surprise with me, it's, it's working with newsletters. And uh, so we're taking over management with some very large companies. We're taking over all their newsletters awesome. and managing it and organizing it. But the goal is to build the SaaS, right? Like that's that's the end goal, but yep. I've never had that before. So I could sit here and talk about that until I'm blue in the face all day for the next yep. five years because I know there's a potential $100 million exit on the end of it. 
Right. And it's like delaying that gratification and stuff like that. So I've been exactly where you are, where you're sitting and you're like, I'm unsure of what is, but when you get that juice in you, man, you're like, give me some of that. And, and that's the unique ability (laughs) to me. And that's in your zone of genius. And then you're like, okay, it's, you work a lot, like a ridiculous amount, but it never actually feels like work. That's, that's the beauty of of something that, that lights that fire. So I I know what you're saying because I've been there and then you're like, you're unsure about things and you're testing things and you're trying to figure it out. That's normal. Like that, that's a part of the process. And I can tell you from experience, it's not what you think it is. Your thing is probably not what you think it is. It's not, it's not the business that makes the most sense and money. It's, it's the thing that's yeah, natural yeah. that keeps coming up in, in your face over and over. Cause I, I didn't want to do this next version of the business. I, I didn't <laughs> two years. Yeah. I was running from it. I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't yeah. want to do that. And then I'm sitting in a meeting and I was like, Hey, what? And I listened to someone complaining about, uh, about a newsletter. And I was like, what if I did this? Boom, boom, boom deal closed almost instantly. And I was like, so then I, I wrote, I wrote a Google doc, two seconds, sent it, deal closed. I'm like, yeah, whoa, what is this? You know what I mean? And then I, I just found the thing. Yep. And, and the part is like, I love actually doing it. I, so there are just parts of businesses that, that I don't like. I love, I don't mind selling, but I don't love it continuous. Like, like you were saying, like I'm good yep. at sales and you don't want to do that. Yep. But the creation of news, I could just do that all day long. I love copywriting. I like, I can organize things and I'm, I'm in my zone of like, of writing and getting people excited. It's just another format that I never considered. I always considered that I had to be verbal. And if I go verbal yep. for too long, I, I get burnt out and I don't feel like doing it. Um, yep. But with written, I can do that all day, every day. I can just, I get my tea, I turn on my music, I get <laughs> the light and I just get, I do get in my jam. You know what I mean? Like that, that's what it yep. is. So yeah, that, that's exciting, man. So primarily you're helping e-commerce businesses find buyers currently. Is that is that your main shtick that you're doing now? Yeah, not specifically e-commerce. I mean, like majority of it is e-commerce. Uh, so we sold nine businesses, like seven were e-commerce and two were in the consulting space. That's so awesome. One of, one, yeah, one was uh, like out of 2.8 million, like one business really contributed to that number. Before, like, we sold it for $2 million, like, uh, this July. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it was a consulting business, so it's a kind of like a well-known business, but I can't tell the name, but, but yeah. So let's talk about that process. What does that process look like? And then maybe we can get the listeners to understand, like if they're thinking about selling their business, I'll, I'll, I'll link them to you, of course. And, but what does that yeah. process even look like? Let's say like I have a, a consulting business and I'm trying to sell and then we connect. What does that process look like? What do I need to Think about what does the business look like? What is healthy? What is not healthy? Yeah. So first of all, you know, like what I would suggest is, you know, always have end goal in mind whenever, you know, you are running a business. So for example, if you want to sell a business in next two years, it's, here's a crazy thing. Private equity is like, it's having a cheat code, right? So for example, you're running running a company, you can literally go to Google and search for, you know, private equity firms or, you know, funds that have invested in similar companies, mm-hmm. hit them up and tell them like, hey, dude, I want to sell it in next two years, three years or whatever, whenever you want to sell it. And I want to exit it at this number, right? Mm-hmm. You want to exit at $10 million, you go and tell them like, dude, I want to exit at $10 million. What are the things, you know, you look for or, you know, what are the KPIs I need to like, you know, hit mm-hmm. to sell it at this number or, you know, I mean, they will already have their own KPIs, right? Like, yep. hey, if you have these, this, this numbers in place, 
we are happy to pay you 10 million dollars in next two years or three years that's you know, of course there's going to be some things you know that's going to change but it's yeah. like you're going to have literally have the numbers dude if you hit those numbers you can exit at whatever number you know you want to exit at right yeah so, so that is a one thing you know if you are running a business and planning on exiting it and the next thing is you know when it comes to exit so people have the valuation right like hey how much my business is valued at and stuff yeah so like to have a higher valuation you just got to think like i mean people give different answers right oh you have to have like you know uh like roas of this much you know the whole, whole thing yep. but in simple words like one thing you got always shoot for is make the business as less riskier as possible mm-hmm. the less riskier the business is the higher the valuation is going to be so it's pretty much like you know when a buyer is buying it like unless you know like there are two, two types of buyers like strategic and you know strategic buyer and a financial buyer mm-hmm. so strategic buyer is someone like you know let's say I have a marketing agent let's say the buyer has a marketing agency he wants mm-hmm. to sell content services to his present clients mm-hmm. he go and acquire you know like a content agency and he is willing to pay more in terms of valuation because mm-hmm. he knows that you already have clients he can make back money very quickly yeah. so when it comes to financial buyers most of the buyers are financial buyers you know that's i mean they're also open to pay higher multiple but you know they for them it's all numbers right mm-hmm. so they th- like they pretty much look at business as a that's a like a atm machine or whatever right like a money printing machine so they pre- pretty much figure out how much money it's going to print in next couple of years mm-hmm. and then you know uh, it's pretty much like you know okay this business is going to print 5 million dollars how much yeah. i'm willing to pay to get that 5 million dollars right so yeah. that is how we have to think about the business like half i talk to multiple people right so they come up with like some crazy valuations i'll be like dude your business is not going to be there in next two years how are you expecting me to 10 pay 10x multiple yeah you know yeah so that is something you know first i would look at like thinking in terms of the buy from the buyer's perspective right? yes so i love that yeah and uh, Yeah that's the first th- those are the first like two important things you know they'll have to look at and when it comes to uh, pretty much selling so pretty much you'll get a broker or you know like an M&A expert you know who can have be exited so first is going to be like you know we'll get the P&Ls and you know like a business summary mm-hmm. like a like a people call it a, like with different name confidential memorandum and stuff which 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 will have all the details you know like the yeah. team members you know how it's performing like the whole thing and yeah. then on the P&Ls So once they have it we just go and you know market it to our buyers. So mm-hmm. the way I do it is completely different from what other people does. Uh mm-hmm. so I'm doing it for experience, you know. So like all the deals I get, all the buyers are get, I completely through referrals. I don't do outbound or you know, mm-hmm. I don't sell it on market or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So basically once we have it, uh so like I do it a little bit different as you know, first we get the buyers and mm-hmm. then you know based on the requirements they have we go and get the sellers right mm-hmm. so we don't have like 100 listings and not sell anyone right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we get the confidential memorandum pnl we send it over to the buyer and you know they will have a look at it and stuff and if they are interested in it they uh, sometimes uh, you know uh, it, it, it's like the process a little bit changes from different broker to broker how they do it mm-hmm. so for us we directly get loi uh, letter of intent mm-hmm. so it's basically you know saying that hey you know we are open to buying it at this price but yep. that can change you know once they do the due diligence mm-hmm. so they put an loi then the due diligence phase starts so due diligence phase is basically where you know they're digging deep into everything you have shared like all the pnls and stuff 
mm-hmm. to make sure you know it's like accurate right so they go through the due diligence i mean it 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 depends you know how long it takes so the we had a business we sold like you know the 2 million dollar business we sold um, mm-hmm. it took a long time just for the pnl side of it because you know this is one <laughs> of the mistake people does is you know they use have like you know i would highly recommend you to separate your personal expenses with business expenses of course yeah you know it it it, it took us almost like 2 3 months just for the pnl side to you know to get that sorted nightmare right <laughs> yeah it's insane yeah so i mean so all the deals i do i partner up with other people like expert brokers and stuff so mm-hmm. i don't have to do a lot of work and also learn from them so with this we had a really good broker uh, his name is alex uh he's insane right so yeah. yeah i mean he took care of that part of it you know get it sorted but but that's a one thing you know to make sure you know you completely separate it out Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, w- w- like whole due diligence will be done. Once the due diligence is done, uh, then you know they're gonna be like, hey, everything checks out, and you know they pretty much sign the purchase agreement, and you know you will see the wire transfer of whatever. Let's go. And that's what we all want to see as uh, entrepreneurs. Hundred percent. So yeah, it's it's the process looks simple, you know, like four five steps, but it's really really hard if you yeah. haven't, you know. Uh, so that is the reason in the first I told you right, like. always whenever you're building something always think that you know you're going to exit it next couple of years so you yeah. have all things in place so that during due diligence it's going to be easier to show them like hey here is what it is right so i mean so for what we have seen with yeah so far with all the deals i've done after due diligence they negotiate on every single one of them <laughs> you know because there was something you know that was missing you know it's like yes yes, yeah. yes. and then it becomes yeah, the big so, focal point and it's not even the big deal right it's like everyone gets in on it we had i had situations where i mean you know they are literally l- let me tell you this we sold a business like last month uh, october right so mm-hmm. it was a small business we sold it for like 160k usd like a small e-commerce store yeah we have like we have a like you know the buyer's lawyer mm-hmm. and the seller's lawyer is fighting on things that doesn't even make sense it's like it's they have drafted the purchase agreement okay like if you take the two copies and put it in chat gpt and ask the chat gpt to explain what it is you'll get the yeah. same answer but yeah. they are fighting on the wordings you know like mm-hmm. oh it has to be like this it has to be like this bro yeah. it went to a point where you know the deal was not going to go through i'm like so i went in and you know get whole thing sorted and yeah it's crazy you know like <laughs> one thing i would suggest is you know like like you know of course involve lawyers and stuff but during negotiation like you know yeah. make sure you guys do it you know or the broker does it Yeah, yeah i mean the, most of the time you know accountants and lawyers kills the deals i mean it's very important to have lawyers uh, like for this deal i literally told them you know to get a lawyer uh but you know yeah how do most of these the deals that don't go through what is the main reason yeah. they don't go through like there are multiple reasons so I, i will give you the interesting ones right sure so one of the yeah the interesting one is basically we had this e-commerce store like every business you know we get it under contract you know to sell it i literally tell them like to just run it as if you are running it yeah we are not even sure i mean you know there may be there are hundreds of reasons you know why we can't sell it you know what i mean yeah so we had a deal everything was good we got the due diligence done everything we started working i mean they, they were getting funding right so we had mm-hmm. the due diligence done but they wanted to get funding for like i don't know like 20 20 days or 30 days i don't remember exactly 
Let's mm-hmm. say it's one one month, right? We had that mm-hmm. one month gap. They're getting the funding. They already done the due diligence. Okay, mm-hmm. so we we on the day thirtieth, it's a closing date, right? Mm-hmm. We have to close on that particular day. A day before that, they're just going through everything to make sure everything is you know good before they wire the money and everything, sign the purchase agreement. Yeah, the seller, you know, the founder of that store, he stopped the ads like a month back after oh, the due no. diligence. Like, you know, he was like, dude, I mean, they're going to buy it. Why I want to spend, waste my money on ads, you know? Yeah. Like, bro, I literally told you like the first day we got started, like <laughs> just keep running it. Yeah, man. You know? Yeah. yeah. But he didn't go through. They are like, you know, it's like you can have a, like a, you can have a reasonable reason. Like, you know, you can have, you may be like honest with them. You may be telling the truth. Like yeah. you know, that, oh, it's nothing a big deal. I just turned off the ads. I can turn it back on. But yeah. for them, they will have shit ton of things you know, in their head, like, you know. Yeah, no, like and it puts, flag, puts negativity know? out there because, like, being an ad buyer, especially in my earlier in my career, you, you never turn off a working ad, like, ever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they like, the reason they're going to give us, like, dude, if your ads, if you're if you're making money from it, why why would you turn off the ads? Yeah. And that is, like, the number one reason you get from the buyer. So that is, like, one of the things, you know, I've seen, like, that's crazy. So yeah. I mean, I mean that's pretty much it. I mean, other than that, like you know, the only reason you you will like you know the buyer will not go through the deal is basically you know if uh, either you know all the PNLs you have given is wrong, you know if it's not accurate, or it may be accurate, but if you have no proof to show you that you know you actually yeah. made that money, right? That is the one thing. Or the third thing is basically you know you just have a buyer who is just a wannabe investor. He doesn't mm. have money or you know. Wasting so, I mean, tire of, kicker is what I call that. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of shoppers you got to be aware of. Yeah, uh, that's very, very, very important because you know people think it's easy to buy a business and run it. It's not. No. Uh, so I mean, I mean, there's a lot of programs right talking about oh, buy a business, you get the cash flow and stuff. I mean, there's a lot of good ones, but you know, they they make it feel like it's very easy. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I, I have went through all the programs, right? Mm-hmm. Like. No one even talked about the problems I faced when we sold these businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we, for example, we sold a business, e-commerce store. Literally, on the like uh, we we sold it. Everything was done. We were on a call with the seller and the buyer like two days after that. Just mm-hmm. you know, like uh, some few transfers, you know, having conversation. Literally, when we were on a call, the buyer got a notice of you know uh, infringement notice. Uh, cease and desist, they got it cease and desist letter that, you know, you're infringing, like, you know, hey, from a competitor, right? Yeah. So I was like, dude, no course told me that, you know, you're going to, you have to go through this. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. With that. I've had a similar situation happen when I purchased a business early in my career and um, I, I fixed it and then I, I resold the business and it happened yeah. again. And there's people that I didn't know this, but there's people, and for the listeners too, there's people, all they do is they look for infringements. That's all they do. And they have a giant database and they go back and they look for infringements and then they try to get you for like 10, 15 K out of court or whatever that is. And like, that's all they do. Yeah, for sure. I mean, mean, with this one, they actually had a third party agencies. Like, you know, they hired a third party agencies that the whole job of that agencies was to whoever sell that similar product. Just you know, send the season this is letter. I mean, they got it sorted. I mean, that was not a big deal. But yeah. we had similar issues, you know what I mean? Like different like things we didn't even know, you know. Yeah. And one of the biggest, yeah, if you are buying a business, 
like you know if someone looking to buy a business always have a checklist of the things you have to go through no matter what no matter yes. how trust what you know that's like the salaries trust I mean, in of the checklist not warren man. buffett yeah uh, we are not warren buffett you know what i mean yeah uh, even if once we... i think he has a checklist <laughs> he must no he don't he doesn't so, no bro he buy billion dollar companies within 30 minutes Oh within like goodness. a handshake well, no that ain't me man for sure because i just want to make sure i'm checking the boxes and it's like that one mistake could cost you a, a ton of cash in that situation so you just want to make sure that you cross all your your t's and dot all your i's and you make sure things are flowing good man yeah 100 i mean it's like once you start looking at multiple deals you like reach a stage where you can literally look at a business and like even without looking at numbers and stuff yeah. you already have a gut feeling that you know if it's a good business or not you know what i mean but until you reach that stage you better have all the checklists and stuff you know yeah man to go through it so yeah i mean that is something you know i would like you know highly recommend do if someone is looking to buy a business so yeah that's awesome man and your your wealth of knowledge so I'll make sure to link to you and all that great stuff i just want to ask you one more question then i'm going to do a bit of a rapid fire and we can kind of yep. uh wrap up all right my man that's if good. i i normally ask this question i'm like if you could go back in time and speak to your 20 year old self what would you say but if you could go yeah. back in time uh, to when you were first starting your entrepreneurial journey what's something that you learned that you wish you knew that you know now that you wish you knew then So that's our like two questions, right? Yeah, it's just like what what's one if you could okay. go back in time yeah, so, and talk to your younger self, what advice would you give yourself? It could be one piece, two piece, any piece. Oh, okay, got it. So first thing, so first first like the I, I will give in two answers. So first thing is, you know, normally, you know, people say like, "Oh, I want to go back and say just focus on sales," you know, or "Oh, go back and say just focus on Facebook ads." Yes. I yes. wouldn't say that. I, I just wouldn't say that because, you know, it's like especially when you're younger, right? like some people take 10 20 years to try multiple things right mm-hmm. so for me i tried multiple things within 4 years right so i have enough data points for mm-hmm. me to look at and know like what i'm good at you know what i mean it makes it easier so mm-hmm. i wouldn't do change change anything there but one thing like i would really really focus on if i'm getting started is focus on the quality clients you know quality of the customers you know we get yeah that is something you know it's like i messed up a lot of time makes sense like, man it was a nightmare you know because of that like one more thing is you know people talk about you know uh, like all the programs i took right they were just talking about selling cost like selling like you know selling 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 yeah. no one were talking about you know the quality of the customer you know anything right or even the products out of yes it. so basically you know i i was thinking like oh the quality of the customer is if they can spend that much money he's a yeah. good client So yeah. I was selling at $5000 a pop you know like coaching programs and stuff mm-hmm. and I was getting like paid in full from these clients but the problem was they were complete beginners you know mm-hmm. and like I literally gave them everything and some people were not even able to you know I used to give them message templates like dude this is exactly the template you got to follow yeah. and they were not able to use it like you know according to the niche they were in you know what I mean they were not Yeah, it it's insane. That is something you know, like I would highly, highly focus on. Is yeah, I you know, use I think about uh, non-negotiables. So I have a list of non-negotiables, and if you don't fall on those non-negotiables, and believe it or not, money's just one of those boxes, and it's very low yeah. on the list. Like I, I always yeah. had this filter. Like, is this person cool? And when I have them over to my house with uh, for dinner and to play with my kids and stuff like yeah. that, like if that's the case, yeah. then they would probably make a good client. 
because my kids would like yep. would judge them up up and down easily and all that stuff. So I and I think that's great advice, especially uh, being any young entrepreneur or newer entrepreneur, even it doesn't yep. matter your age. If you're going to build a business, your clients, you're going to spend a lot of time with them, like a lot. Yep. Make sure you like them. Yep. And uh, let's let's jump into the rapid fire here and sure. uh, we'll go from there. What is one book that has influenced your entrepreneurial journey? If you got to pick one, what would you recommend? Uh, I mean, this is the harder one uh, because, you know, the book changes from, you know, based on just one. You are and, <laughs> yeah. uh, if you had to pick one, where what would you pick? Pick one. It's, it's a loading hard. question. I just read a lot. I, I read a lot of books, so it's hard to pick one. <laughs> I can tell. Anybody now, who reads a lot like a struggles to. I like that book. That was that book blew my mind. Yeah, I just very expanded. I just got it like today. You know, I was just going through it. Enjoy. I mean, the, the reason, yeah, the, the reason is the reason why it's hard to explain is because you know. The the book you want to read pretty much changes from you know the stage you are in, right? So yep. if I'm getting started, I would like you know probably read like Expert Secrets mm-hmm. and you know like Expert Secrets and Dot Com Secrets, right? Yeah. For me now, like the book I like right now is uh, a book called uh, Managing Oneself okay, by yeah. Peter Drucker. Yeah, I mean, like as I said, I've been just spending a lot of time you know understanding myself. Right? That is yeah. one really really good book. No, that, so, that's yeah, awesome, I mean, man. Great, great advice. E-commerce or consulting, which excites you more? Consulting. What is one myth about M&A that you can kind of debunk for us? Okay, what is the one myth? What does everybody think? That you can, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, what everybody thinks is basically that, you know, you wake up tomorrow and you decide to sell a business and you're going to sell it. It's, it's not going to work like that. <laughs> not true. You know, if you want to... <laughs> Yeah, you're not. So you got to you got to be at least like, you know, you got to think at least like a year ahead, you know, that, okay, I want to sell business next year. So yeah. you can make it sell. I mean, most of the business, like almost 90% of the business are not sellable. You know, they may be making money. They may be yeah. making really, really good money. Yeah. High, like, you know, margin, but mm-hmm. it's not sellable, mm-hmm. you know, so. Makes yeah. sense, man. That is a myth. What yeah. is uh, one of your favorite productivity hacks? Ah. Uh, me uh, sleep what's one you know, oh yeah you sleep know? don't get me started on sleep. I, I, it's so important yeah, especially I, the age bro <laughs> you, you know it's, it's basically like whenever i have something i want to think a lot like you know something i'm trying to solve yeah like I, I think it for a while if i kind of like feel like getting burned out i just take a nap and i mm. wake up and i'm like sometimes you know i get my ideas in my sleep So my, and I think it's like the key to the subconscious mind sleep because you have a problem and then your subconscious mind, your, all your thoughts and things get out of the way and you can work on it. So I'll have a nap midday for about 20 minutes. And it's like, I get two days in one. It's like my little, my hack too. I I love it, dude. Underrated. And I mean, if if you want to talk about, you know, I mean, that's like a a interesting answer, but, but if, if you want to talk about like, you know, some few things I do for uh, like productivity, is basically I don't do a lot of work. My calendar is completely open. Mm-hmm. Uh, I pretty much like focus on the highest leverage outputs. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. Yeah, that is something. And Sense, man. I would I spend a lot of time on gadgets and stuff like Aura Ring. You know, like a widescreen monitor, just testing what works, what doesn't work. So awesome, man! What's uh, one entrepreneur that you admire most? 
entrepreneur again even this is kind of like a loaded question in terms of perks right so i would say i, I mean i would say harmozi you know he has this, awesome. like, a set new bar with everything we do uh, I like but him. yeah i mean yeah yeah i mean if it comes to investors and stuff like warren buffett and charlie munger those guys are insane what is yep. uh your go to strategy for dealing with a challenging negotiation when it comes to closing a deal yeah this is this is interesting right i had few conversations with few people who are making a lot of money so because i did all these deals and with the negotiations i did i didn't even feel like i'm negotiating right so i had a conversation with them so one thing i figured out is like you have your own type of negotiation like your mm-hmm. own like you know uh uh-huh. it's not like a one set rule like oh you have to negotiate like this right yeah 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 so, yeah. so, so like bro i literally spent so much time putting all the structure in place uh, there is a book called negotiation genius real really good book all the structure in place till now i never followed the structure because you know like <laughs> so so the the way i'm like doing all this business is basically it's like you know i go first i build the relationship and like so the trust is already built so i'm pretty much placing the facts you know hey, yeah. this is the reason you know we cancelled at this price pretty much that and yeah i mean so far it's been really really smooth so my suggestion would be to you know figure out like like your style of negotiation you know yeah. like how you want to do it and then just double down on that but if you're trying to copy someone else if you're trying to be like trump you know it, it's not going to work So, be yourself yeah. be authentic and get it done. Well, I appreciate course, yeah. you coming on the show man and uh you've laid down some uh some serious wisdom and I keep keep me up to date on your progress which you're working on all that different stuff because I think uh business is is a marathon it's not a sprint here so I'm sure we'll cross paths yeah. again my friend. If anybody wants to connect with you what's the best way uh to connect with you? Facebook. Facebook. Very all right, nice. I'll put all your links yeah. in the show notes man. I appreciate you coming For on. Sure. Okay. Right. Th- thanks for having me on brother. Cheers man. Did we deliver or do we deliver? Aditya like breaks down what it actually looks like and from my experience it's very very similar. Uh selling a business can be highly highly stressful. and just because it can go on for such a long time and there's a million pieces so it could just be one or two things that don't work out i think adithia's approach to uh not only finding himself uh creating deals and and everything in between is absolutely amazing he did a great job on the show hopefully you enjoyed it if you like this episode please like rate and subscribe and i appreciate you and i'll see you in the next one peace